Welcome to Binge on Selvah podcast. I'm your host Anna, but you can call me Anchi. For the past few years, I've been struggling with binge eating disorder, severe procrastination issues, and a really poor self-image. Any kind of self-love has been pretty much non-existent. But I've realized I'm not alone in this, as millions of others struggle with accepting who they are, and we all fight our inner battles. I'm not an expert on this, nor I claim to be, but I have a story and I want to share it with you guys, raw and honest, with all its highs and lows. Every Tuesday, I share my experience, thoughts and tips on overcoming binge eating disorder, procrastination and tips on gaining self-love and respect. Join me and our listeners on our journey to build a healthier and kinder relationship with ourselves. Make sure to subscribe to Binge on Selvaf podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any future episode. For more content on binge eating, procrastination, selvaf and self-acceptance, visit bingeonselvaf.com and follow me on Instagram at bingeonselvaf. Disclaimer, Binge on Selvaf podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It doesn't provide professional medical advice and it is not a substitute for a diagnosis or treatment. Hello everyone, how are you? I hope you're doing well. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anchi, and you are listening to the Bench on Selvaf podcast. Thank you so much for taking your time and for tuning in. It's great to have you on board. I want to thank each and every one of you for your lovely messages and your feedback. It truly means so much to me. Each and every one of you who sent me a message or an email or just showed your support by listening to this episode. Thank you so, so much. What a week it's been. I am honestly so grateful and so excited to be back with another episode. I realized that the less time I actually have in my personal life, the more appreciative I actually am of having this podcast, this tiny little online space where I can talk about everything and anything that I found interesting and important and I can share it with you who may be going through some similar stuff like I am or with someone who just want to chill out for a bit and listen to some podcast. Anyway, thank you so much for being here today and without further ado, let's get into the episode. I'll start this episode with my favorite quote. And by the way, I've tried to find out the original author, but according to quote investigator, there's no known authorship so i leave a link to this quote in the show notes in case you are curious who could be the possible author and now finally to the quote sorry for the rant the quote says if you stand for nothing you'll fall for anything end quote and i love that quote so much i found it many many years ago and sadly i love it because it quite exactly reflects my attitude I am a people pleaser. I am aware of it and when I think about it, I've probably been a people pleaser for the most part of my life. I find it really hard to say no to people. I am terrified of people not liking me. I am dependent on people's validation and people's approval of me. 
I hardly ever stand up for myself because I don't want to offend anybody and I find it really hard to voice my opinion unless it's an opinion of the majority. When I was a kid around the age of like 10, 12, something like that, I remember me and my brother were the exact opposites. We still are till this day the exact opposites in some ways, but I would say that back in the day it was so obvious and so noticeable that we were just like the exact opposites. And by the way, he's the best. I love him. I love both my brothers. But the one that I'm talking about today, he's five years older than me. So he was the rebel, the rebel kid. He was the kid who would always get in trouble, who wouldn't really listen to what my parents told him to do or not to do. And I would say he was really stubborn and I was the exact opposite. I was very, very shy, quiet. I was doing great at school. And when I was preparing this episode and I was trying to think about where could my desire to please other people possibly come from, I came to a conclusion that this could possibly be one of the places where I think my desire to please other people started. It was those moments where either my parents were fighting and I wanted to show them that I'm the good kid and that I'm doing all these nice things to make them happy and that they don't have to worry about me and that they will never have a reason to fight about me. Or it was those moments when my parents and my brother were fighting. I wanted to show them that they don't have to worry about me. I will stay out of any troubles, any problems. I will keep myself in line, I will study, I will graduate, I will get to the university and I'll simply be the kid that doesn't cause them headache. That's what I thought and that's what I tried to do. Obviously, this is just one of my theories. I may be completely wrong, but it's one of my theories why and how I think I've developed the need to constantly please other people and care way too much about what other people think of me and whether or not they like me. And quite honestly, I think my whole childhood was about that, about my desire to prove someone that I am good enough and that they don't have to worry about me and that they should be friends with me. I wasn't a popular kid at the primary school. I was quite the opposite. I was the kid who was going to school with my mom. I was the kid who would always be sitting at the school desk on time, who always done all our homework, who always obeyed all the orders. And I was the kid that was shy and quiet and a little weird. And I got bullied for that. And I think that feeling so lonely and feeling so weird and not understanding what's wrong with me and not understanding why other kids seem not to like me, I took on any chance that I got to please others to get at least some kind of positive interaction. Giving them my homework? No problem. Helping someone with an assignment, aka doing most of the work without getting much credit for it? Hell yeah! Being able to sit at the same table with the popular girls in the school canteen, although we have nothing to talk about? Yes, please. Being talked to only when my classmates needed something from me, but being completely overlooked at all of the other times? Yes and yes. I apologize for such a self-pity rant. 
And I still don't have the most loving and supportive relationship with myself, but compared to that insecure little girl who I used to be, who would do literally anything for a little bit of affection and a little bit of validation from others, I think I came a really, really long way. People-pleasing as a whole is a problem, that's obvious, no doubt about that. But what I think many of us don't often realize is how thin the line is between doing something seemingly harmless to please someone and between doing something that could be detrimental to you, your your mental health, your physical health, your relationship, your career, whatever it might be. What people-pleasing may look like. The Cambridge Dictionary defines a people pleaser as, quote, someone who cares a lot about whether other people like them and always wants others to approve of their actions, end quote. In other words, it means putting someone else's happiness over your own. To be fair, sometimes that's necessary. Sometimes that's what makes you a good friend, a loving parent, a loving partner, a caring family member. But in the context of people-pleasing, putting someone else's needs over your own can lead to a good amount of frustration, disappointment and anxiety. So what people-pleasing may look like? What are some of the common types of behavior of people-pleasers? Number one, you're doing things to make other people happy. Even if it means giving up your own free time, putting in the money, giving up your own comfort, your own happiness... You want people to like you and you feel that by being forthcoming, you're making that happen. Number two, you have low to no self-esteem. You need someone's approval to feel like you're good enough, like you're worth it. So again, you try to please other people. You try to make them like you in order to get that feeling of validation. Your worth is literally determined by people's validation. If they like you, it means you are a good person and you're good and you're good enough. But if they don't, your whole world collapses. Number three, rejection is your biggest fear. If you are a people pleaser, chances are rejection by someone is the worst possible thing that can happen to you. You are terrified by the idea that someone will not like you. And I completely understand that because I've always worried about that so, so much. I was terrified that one person in the entire world will not like me and I felt like I will fall into such a spiral of sadness and of not understanding why the hell they don't like me. Like, what's wrong with me? Why don't you like me? (laughs) Number four, you can't say no. You don't know how to say no or you don't say no because you're terrified, once again, of being rejected. I don't know how to say no. People often ask me if I could do this or if I could do that. And even though I don't have time or the energy or usually I simply don't want to do it, I am terrified of them getting mad at me, I'm scared they won't like me anymore if I refuse to do what they want. So I usually end up doing what they ask me to do anyway and I end up feeling really angry and frustrated with myself for not being able to stand up for myself and for not being able to say no. Number five, by becoming a people pleaser, you give up your authenticity. You give up being authentic for some passing feeling of being validated by somebody else. 
and you don't voice and you don't voice your opinion because you're too scared of being rejected. So you rather agree with something you don't even think or agree with just to please somebody else. Again, been there, done that. And there are tons and tons of more behavior and more actions that we as people pleaser may take. Please keep in mind that people pleasing may differ for everyone, especially in different situations. It may look very inconspicuous that you almost believe that it's your duty to help someone. And very often it may take us a long time to even notice that someone is taking advantage of us and that we're trying to please someone at the cost of our own happiness. One thing that I find really interesting in both negative and positive senses is that if you are doing everything or almost everything to please somebody, to appeal to somebody, to get someone's validation of your own worth, sooner or later you're gonna end up lost in who you truly are. I've asked myself the same question many, many times after I've done something I either didn't fully agree with or when I've done something just to please somebody. Who are you, Anna? This isn't you. This isn't what you believe in. This isn't who you want to become. And of course, the context of what you've done and why you've done it plays a huge part in whether you were trying to impress someone or you were simply helping, helping someone out. For instance, if you agree to help your best friend move when they ask you, even though you're busy, that isn't people-pleasing, at least not in my at least in my opinion. But working extra hours for free just to be seen as the hardworking person is or or dating someone who clearly doesn't give a shit about you, but you want their validation and you want them to like you no matter the cost is, in my opinion, people-pleasing. And same goes for hanging out with people who are toxic, whose values go against everything you believe in, but you still feel like you need their validation and their approval that you are a good person. And all of that, that constant need of external validation of doing things you don't really want to do to make somebody else happy, that desire to fit in no matter what, that desire to be liked and not to be rejected, all of that makes you lost track of who you truly are, what your values are, what your beliefs are, and what do you truly want. I've tried so hard to fit into a group of people that I thought I should be hanging out with because they were the popular people and I wanted to feel accepted and I wanted to feel like I finally fit somewhere. But that group of people had very different values from mine. They weren't and they aren't bad people at all, but we had different values and different morals and also very different backgrounds. They were really into partying and drinking and hanging out all the time. Whereas I enjoyed dancing and having some sort of more deep and personal conversations. And I also enjoyed just being on my own. I love being alone most of the time. I'm not really thriving in a huge group of people. But at the same time, I love being with people at some time sometimes. And again, I don't think there is anything wrong with either of our values. But what I see as a problem is if you're trying to go against what you believe in, to fit in a place where you most probably don't belong. Or not even belong, that's not the right choice of words, but rather trying to fit in somewhere where you most probably wouldn't be happy anyway. And I've done that. I've always been against drinking, against chasing someone's attention by humiliating yourself. 
and I've always been against any kind of lies and cheating in relationships. And once I went against those values to prove something to someone, to prove something to myself and to get rid of the label that I'm just a very dull, boring and predictable person, I ended up feeling lost, being disgusted with myself and not knowing who the hell I am. And I really wanted to say this and share this because I want to point out that people-pleasing, although it may seem like a surefire way to win people over, can only ever end up one way. And that's you feeling exhausted, lost and questioning who you are. And maybe you don't have this people-pleasing attitude in your personal life, but maybe you've experienced it at work, at school, in your relationships. Maybe you've been working extra hours, taking on more and more projects, doing most of the teamwork by yourself. And why? To get the approval from other people that you are a hard worker, to feel validated, to feel like you deserve to work there. I know it's really easy to say that you shouldn't seek validation from others and that you really should build your self-esteem from within. And to be fair, I don't think it's entirely possible not to ever need some outer validation. At the end of the day, we are social human beings and we need some sort of social feedback. But at the same time, I feel like we should focus a little less on what other people think of us, whether or not they like us, whether or not we match their expectations and focus more on being genuine with ourselves, with what truly matters to us and why. One more point that I feel is worth mentioning is social media and validation and people-pleasing. It probably wouldn't be a full-fledged binge on Selvaf episode if I didn't mention social media at least once, so here we go. I think social media in many cases are the perfect example of the desire to be liked and a desire for auto-validation by the society. Some of us still use social media to share a part of our lives, but many of us I feel like we often post content that we know people want to see and hear and we say things that we may not even think or agree with just to get someone's favor. And many of us interchange likes and views and comments for people's approval. If your photos or videos have a lot of views and likes, you are a good person, you are popular, liked and you're on a good path. Whereas if your content doesn't perform as well, you may feel like you're not good enough or not interesting enough or not pretty enough. So the next time you try harder and you go with a trend and you try to create a content that you know people will like. I know this is a very 21st century problem, but let's not pretend that social media are not a lot of times about validation and about proving to people and to yourself that you have a certain lifestyle and that you live the perfect dreamlike life. And that we don't often post things we know people want to see and not things that we really care about or want to post. Quite honestly, I'm not sure I have a solution for stopping pleasing everyone. Not that you would expect me to have one. But as I was thinking about me being a people pleaser and what I've tried to do to stop it, I guess for me it's always been getting to a point where I feel so bad about something that I'm like, I never want to feel like that again. And then I try to come up with what can I do differently next time to not end up feeling like that. 
It was like that for me in regards to procrastination, binge eating and also with people pleasing. When I reached a point where I felt disgusted with who I've become, when I've had absolutely no values and nothing I would stand for, I was like, enough, enough, this has to stop, it can't be like that forever. I need to be clear on what I believe in and I need to stop to be so affected by someone's opinions of me. I think it's necessary to try to understand why you feel such a need to please everyone and what is it that you're so afraid would happen if you stop putting everyone else before you. That's my opinion. I clearly don't have a right answer to what to do. Not that I think there even is one clear answer, quite honestly. I would say try to make clear what your values and your beliefs and your priorities are and then act upon them. And even if someone will like you, which is highly possible, no one's going to like everybody. You have to know you have your own support system within yourself and that you are true to yourself and true to who you are. And that's much more valuable than someone's questionable opinion or someone's questionable validation of you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. People-pleasing is something that I've always done, something that I believed would help me to feel more confident in myself, better about myself, and that will make me feel like I finally belong somewhere. But if anything, it made me question everything about myself to the core, it made me feel more insecure than ever because I didn't really know who I am and what I what do I believe in. There's nothing wrong with not being loved and accepted by everyone. Someone's opinion isn't miraculously going to make you a better person. So please keep that in mind the next time you'll be trying to please somebody just to get some kind of validation. I'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a wonderful week and talk to you soon. Bye! Thank you so much for spending your time listening to Binge on Self-Love podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self-Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any future episode. You can find more content on binge eating, procrastination, and self-acceptance at bingeonselflove.com and on Instagram at bingeonselflove. Talk to you soon. Bye!